what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and today we are talking about what it looks like to be a spiritual activist. This isn't something that I often hear about. This isn't something that I often see taught, but it is something that I do believe is on God's heart and something that we can dive into and really help give you some context and at least give you some inspiration to start thinking outside of the box if you're not already walking like a a spiritual activist, okay? So bare bones on this. What is an activist, right? A lot of times when we think about an activist, we just think about somebody in the political realm or that has a political sphere of influence, if you will, that has the capacity to change governmental systems, let's say. But that's not all that it is. It's not all that encompasses. I'm just going to give you some synonyms for an example that you can see how much this word actually encompasses. So an activist is an advocate. It is a reformer, it is a fighter, it is a champion, it's a supporter. So pull back a little bit and just think in your own life. If you were to look at your life story, if you were to look at these different testimonies of how God has brought you through different situations and scenarios, how he's brought you to where you are today, what have you been an advocate for? Who have you been an advocate for? What have you reformed? What have you changed, right? What have you championed? What have you supported? What have you fought for, right? Like, what do you actually have battle scars from, right? What have you come through? This is so, so powerful in terms of how it can inform your walk and how you show up in it, right? If we're just casual about these things, we don't see how they connect. But as we start taking a deeper dive, it can really blow your mind at how it all is intricately, there we go, connected, right? So when you think about being an advocate, I think about that tied to champion in the sense of who do you champion? What causes are you, oh, what causes does your heart burn for? What makes you just, oh, like what makes you frustrated? Like what do you have to initiate? What do you have to take action on? That can give you a lot of insight for what you are an activist for or what you activate without even thinking about it. So for example, we did in one of my revival group and prophetic groups, we actually did this exercise in both, which is interesting, but we were doing prophetic exercises where we were partnering up with different people and we were talking about what shoes that person was wearing as a reflection of the season that God had them in. So we gave them a prophetic word based on the shoes they were wearing. We also did one 
based on the shoes that they're going to receive in the next season and what those shoes are and what they look like. So that was an interesting way to actually speak to advocacy in a sense, right? And then also we talked about a crown and what type of crown that person was wearing. We were specifically working with sight (laughs) and internal seeing and using your imagination, right? And how that can bring a word of encouragement to somebody if it's guided by God, right? And then we talked about as well, different interpretations of what that crown could mean. So when one person released a prophetic word about the crown, they were partnered up with somebody else and described what that crown that they were given was. And then that person gave them a word based on the description. Super powerful. But the neat thing that kept happening for some folks in the room was that there would be a build on the words. So there was one woman, for example, that kept getting a ballet shoe. (laughs) But in her first word, you know, she was spinning and and in the next one, she was moving with more grace. Like there was a build to her words. Somebody was given uh, construction boots. And so it was speaking to what they're building in the next season and the, the power and authority that's behind what they're building. Really, really neat. And the crowns represent the level of authority people had in different situations. So that was a neat way to bring the prophetic into how that person is an activist, how they are literally wired, what what they are activated, right, to do, how they've been developed so they can be deployed into that next season that God has for them, right? Super, super cool. So At any rate, those are some different ways to look at the word activist. So if you haven't considered yourself a spiritual activist, spiritual advocate, reformer, fighter, campaigner is a word, champion, supporter. Another example is I, for an example, worked in the recovery space. So I have a heart or a burning for those that are voiceless, for those that are oppressed, for those that have been held back for those that hadn't been supported or mentored or championed, for those that are pioneers in the sense that they never had an example, but they're pioneering their own way in the world and trying to catch up before they even establish a new legacy. I've got a heart for that. So I serve in in those spaces where I can bring reformation, where I can bring change, where I can release hope, where I can release breakthrough because I also have a lot of breakthrough in those areas in my own life. So hopefully that gives you a different way to look at activism. I also want to highlight here that God has a heart for advocacy, okay? We, we don't often hear on all of the different names that God has. And, and, you know, if we're not reading our word, we don't know sometimes what God stands for. But he has a heart for advocacy. So I just want to highlight a couple of verses around this so that you can see again more context and and come up with your own conclusions on this. But Proverbs 31, 8 through 9 says, speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly, defend the rights of the poor and needy. Powerful, powerful. Deuteronomy 16.20 says, Follow justice and justice alone so that you may live and possess the land the Lord your God is giving you. Psalm 41.1, Blessed are those who have regard for the weak. The Lord delivers them in times of trouble. 
I don't know about you, but I want deliverance in times of trouble. <laughs> uh, Isaiah 56, 1. This is what the Lord says. Maintain justice and do what is right, for my salvation is close at hand and my righteousness will soon be revealed. We've been hearing this one a lot lately. Amos 5, 24. But let justice roll on like a river, righteousness like a never failing stream. And then lastly, Jeremiah 22, 3. This is what the Lord says, do what is just and right. Rescue from the hand of the oppressor, the one who has been robbed. Do no wrong or violence to the foreigner, the fatherless or the widow, and do not shed innocent blood in this place. So something that is really interesting, I think, is that I would often hear that being spiritual is a private thing. It is something that that we are, you know, doing for our own well-being. It's not something that we talk about. I'm not going to tell anybody, you know, what to believe. You know, we, we hear a lot of how this just needs to be a private thing and we just need to keep it separate from the rest of our life. I agree that I'm not going to tell people what to believe. However, everything I do is spiritual. <laughs> I believe everything is spiritual, right? So, that affects how I live my life, right? Like there isn't, it is up to you and how you're led, whether your walk is overt or covert and whatever that might look like. But I do believe that our spirituality is not something that we can compartmentalize. We can't just shove it in a corner, right? When everything is spiritual, right? Be in the world, but not of it. How in the world are we going to do that if we're not spiritually in tune with where we come from? and who we were created by. I don't get how I could just shut that off, right? It's like not plugging in your devices. They're not gonna function properly. So that's what I mean by everything we do. In my mind, everything I do is spiritual. Okay, it wasn't always that way, but now that I'm aware, <laughs> now, now that I'm awake or woke, as they say, I don't see how I can just turn that off and not operate right? In alignment. It just doesn't work, right? And even when I fall out of alignment or, you know, I, I'm experiencing an attack or I just feel off in some kind of way, I know where my home base is. God is my home base. So I always know where to go home to, where to return to, who to run to, right? And I think that that changes everything. So for me, Spiritual activism and being a spiritual activist is more so about daily active ongoing work and it's this inner work it's the inner work of making sure that you're not under the oppression of thoughts that are from the enemy right or any thought really that's exalting itself above the truth making sure that you're not just agreeing with that and being lazy and and really developing stinking thinking so to speak it's guarding your mouth right lord let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be good and pleasing in your sight that's not just something that God says, okay, right? God has his part and we have our part too. Keep a guard, God, over my mouth against anything that might be a sin against you, right? So we can declare God's word and God's truth because God's word won't return void. But we also need to pay attention to when we are tempted to just say something off the cuff, right? That is not encouraging, <laughs> that is not building up, right? That is not going to bear fruit, that we ultimately want, right? We can guard our mouth, but will we though, right? It's also the work of guarding our actions, 
you know, paying attention to our action and even to our inaction, right? Come on, procrastination is not action, all right? It's inaction. So it's really having a devotion, being committed to God, being committed to obeying God, being committed to delighting in the Lord and walking with God and making that connection a priority in your life, right? So it is all about this inner work, which informs our outer work, okay? So it's really making this shift from just being externally driven and and running our own plans and our own agendas and leaning on our own understanding and letting the news tell us what's up and letting other people and man, you know, consume our thoughts and tell us what to do. It's literally flipping that on its head and putting God first and letting everything else be organized and structured as he says, okay? So it's embodied in who we are. If you're a spiritual person, right, you have an understanding of how that's interconnected, okay? And you, for example, being oppressed is not going to serve the world, okay? So it's you stepping into more freedom and autonomy so that you can do the work that the Lord is giving you. Okay, so I look at it as a way to, to be fine-tuning what, what is going on in your soul every day, to, to really be growing and developing and maturing with God. And that requires a daily practice. Just take any relationship in your life, right? If you stop texting the person, calling the person, meeting for coffee, checking in on them, right? Like, where's the relationship? If you don't have one, Maybe you're just going to go to social media and find the highlights about what's going on with that person. But is that relationship and are you in tune and in step with them? Are you actually a friend, right? So I would say spiritual activism is being a friend of God. Come on, it's being a friend of God, right? So it's it's really being activated into your purpose, okay? And, and really being fixed and focused, on what God has for your life. Now, there's different spiritual practices. I'm coming from the the focus of having a relationship with Christ, of reading the word so that you're storing up that word in your heart, right? So that you can be speaking and declaring the word and, and obeying the word and digesting the word and meditating on the word and building a knowledge and an understanding of the word, really receiving revelation knowledge of what that word means to you and how you apply that to your life and then integrating that into your life and walking that out in your life and getting feedback and talking to God about it and staying in constant contact with God. That's that's a lot of work, right? And And that is all spiritual. That is not what we get in, in the, the kingdom of the world, right? That That is not what we get under the influence of the news and at our workplace or in the educational systems, right? That is what we get by our relationship with God, by actively committing to developing relationship with God, to growing in our maturity and Christ-likeness, to, to being carriers of God's goodness and glory, right? To releasing heaven on earth, actively doing that, right? This is a very active thing. This isn't just, I'm going to get the Bible app and read a verse a day. Like that's cute, but that is not spiritual activism. And I would question if that is changing you, if that is satisfying you, if that is filling the void that is in you. There's a God gap that's inside all of us. 
Is that feeding you? Is that helping you walk out the fullness of who God put you on this earth to be for such a time as this, right? I think about it this way. If I'm going to operate effectively in the identity that God has given me, if I'm going to uniquely and authentically express God's power through my life by usually getting out of the way (laughs) so that God can flow through me unhindered, right? If I'm going to do that kind of work, I can't do it without connection and relationship with God, without spending time with God, without understanding his word and growing and understanding his word, growing in community, having relationships that, that give me feedback or that help me with accountability, that help me work out questions and mysteries of God, right? That, that help reveal my blind spots. I can't do any of that without God, right? And if I want to operate well in the unique identity, purpose, destiny, (laughs) right? That God has for me, how am I going to do that without good orderly direction? I can't do that apart from God. And I've already seen the movies before where I'm trying to lean on my own understanding or I ran out ahead of God or I thought I was good in my own strength and leaning on my own understanding or I thought I really knew who was for me and then I figured out they weren't, right? Or I thought that I was supposed to be in this place and suddenly it shifted or I thought that this was going to unfold this way and then life didn't go the way I thought it was going to go, right? Like I can't do that without God. Right, I don't like who I become when I'm just operating in my own strength and leaning on my own understanding. That's not how I'm designed, right? So for me personally, being a spiritual activist is being a self-initiator. I'm going to seek God out of my own initiative, right? I'm going to develop a relationship with God because I know God already wants a relationship with me, but it's actually on me to buy a Bible, to start reading it, to carve out time in my day so that I can be guided by God, so I can get revelation and wisdom and knowledge and understanding and grow in my discernment about how to operate and really live a Holy Spirit-led life, right? How, How do I let God's voice guide me rather than my voice? How do I have confidence in in who I am uniquely designed to be, right? In a place that maybe I don't feel qualified for, but I know God put me there. How am I going to operate there with boldness and confidence apart from God? I'm not, (laughs) right? So I'm going to make space for that because I know better, right? And they say, whoever they is, but when you know better, you do better. So part of me doing better was not having an excuse for, well, I didn't come from a legacy of faith or, well, I didn't know I could have a relationship with God or I read the Bible, but it doesn't make sense to me or I don't think that if I actually set aside time that it's going to to change my day or I don't have time because I already get up at like 6 a.m. So I don't think I can get up at 4 a.m. And I, right, like I'm not going to go down that Joyce Meyer actually says you can be pitiful or powerful, but you can't be both, right? So I'm going to choose to be powerful. I'm going to choose to check my excuses. I'm going to choose to show up, right, and work out all of this potential that God put on the inside of me. Because the worst thing would be to not activate what is on the inside of me. And I can't activate it without my spiritual alignment, okay? So I really consider spiritual activism to be being activated spiritually, like I'm woke spiritually, right? I am a born again believer, right? I I am a Christ follower. I am after what God has for my life. I'm after the kingdom, right? So I am seeking that with all of my heart. I'm making that a priority and building my life around that, 
right? So everything about my life changed, right? Like who I associated with changed, how I showed up changed, what I exposed myself to changed, how I, uh, what habits I had changed, what priorities I had changed, everything changed when that became my focus. So I would really consider having this spiritual activist approach to really being being about the kingdom and and taking initiative with my walk, with my pursuit, with my seek and growing deeper in that, right? So that I can be rooted and grounded in Christ in all I think, say, and do, right? So that truly I can say that I'm in integrity, right? And that I'm doing the best I can and I'm trusting that God is doing the rest, right? That that is enough, okay? So thinking about that for you, a lot of what this can look like, I want to distinguish that it's different than self-help because I was very much on the self-help seek for a long time. However, as we're seeking God, there is... It's when you read the word, it's like a mirror, right? Like God is reading your mail, like God is showing you who you are, God is revealing more about himself, right? It, it's really, really personal development. However, it's different than self help. It's not like here are these eight things to do, okay, bye, right? Or like just do more of this, do less of this. Like literally, if you read the Proverbs, you will see that. Like this is the book of wisdom for your life, and wisdom is the principal thing. So we're always growing in wisdom, right? However, we're, we're really learning experientially, right? How this principle, how this promise, how, how this leap of faith applies to our life. So it's an ongoing walk in relationship with God. It's not just read self-help books. Like there is a book called the Bible <laughs> that is the guide that God makes his word alive to you personally and speaks to you through his word. Okay. So it's, it's helping to expose any area where you might be oppressed, where you might not have fully accepted the freedom that Christ died on the cross to give you. That could be a limiting belief. That could be an old paradigm. It could be strongholds. It could be an addiction. It could be offense, unforgiveness. It could be different things that are stored up in your heart. It could be spirits that you're under the influence of. So for example, so that doesn't sound woo-woo, like spirits of anxiety, spirits of manipulation and control, spirits of unbelief, right? Like there could be different things that you're under the influence of that are not promising a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind, which is what God gives to us, right? So it's really being able to see clearly these areas where we need adjustment, an attitude adjustment, (laughs) a mindset adjustment, a heart adjustment, right? A habit adjustment. So there's many areas where we're working out and walking out our own salvation so that that we are growing in maturity and in the image and likeness of Christ, right? And usually too, people don't always describe this when they talk about marriage, but you guys are kind of like sparring partners. You're iron sharpening iron with a purpose of helping each other grow in the image and likeness of Christ. It's dying to yourself daily and serving the other person and helping them on that mission. It's it's wild, okay? So being a spiritual activist, what I wanna highlight is it's active <laughs> and you're activating different things. So for example, I have found this to be true that often our flesh is more active than our spirit, right? Because we allow that to be active. We activate different things, okay? So 
we can deactivate that by activating something else, by activating our prophetic gift, by activating the fruit of the spirit and developing patience and self-control, right? Like by activating God's word in our life, there's things that we can do to activate our spiritual faculties, but they're not just going to be active. They will just be dormant if we don't do anything. So our our initiative, our investment is required. Our seek is required. Seek the kingdom first and these other things will be added to you. Other things being, you know, strategies and ideas and connections and resources and provision, all the other things, right? But we usually do that backwards, okay? So it's really letting God use you and your life for his good and for his glory. So your life is no longer your own. That's what being a spiritual activist is. So it's really getting out of your own way. It's recognizing where you're blocked, where you might need healing, where you might need deliverance, where you might need to invest more work, where you have weaknesses, where you're strong, where you're gifted, where you have authority, where you're anointed, what season you're in. It's There's really a lot of inner work that's happening that is revealed through God's power, through his Holy Spirit, through relationship with God. But it's letting God use you and your life for his goodness, for his purposes, for his glory, okay? And it's also by his power. So it's getting out of the way. So if you're in a workplace, rather than trying to push your own agenda, trying to get ahead, trying to get that promotion, trying to do whatever you think you want to do or just what you want to do, it's getting out of the way and saying, God, Use me today. Show me the opportunities that you have for me to serve. Where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say and to whom, right? Like it's literally letting God lead you, guide you, provide for you, okay? And then it's keeping in mind that your your testimonies, your life story, those are worth a thousand sermons. So it's it's keeping in mind opportunities to be able to pour your hope, to be able to pour your encouragement, to release breakthrough that you've received in your life to somebody else that is desperately in need of it, right? It's not just keeping it to yourself. It's allowing yourself to be a, a mentor and a disciple. Like you're always aware of these opportunities, whether you're at the grocery store, whether you know, you're walking the dog and you run into a neighbor, whatever it might be, it's being aware of these opportunities to bring encouragement, to build somebody up, you know, to to release heaven on earth. Okay. So here's some things to, to just do on a very basic level. My my hope and my heart for you on today is to just explore what does it look like for you personally to be a spiritual activist. Again, this can be overt, this can be covert, but how are you led to be a spiritual activist, okay? This is not telling people what to believe. This is not forcing your agenda on somebody else. This is a look at you. (laughs) What does it mean for you to be activated spiritually? What does this look like for you to have an active relationship with God? What does this look like for you to have active faith? What does this look like for you to take spiritual action in your life, to be led by God in your life, really in all your affairs? What does that look like? And if it's not happening, what could that look like? Okay, so this is a very personal thing. I encourage you to spend time with God on it, to journal about it. And if you have people that you can trust and talk through, do that as well. You can also work with a a coach. I know that I do wisdom sessions and different coaching sessions. So if that is 
you know, something that you're interested in or you need space to really work through that, visit julianapage.com for more information on that. But just some things to think about that you can do. Number one is choose to obey God. Choose to obey God. And in the most simplest form, right? Like I literally didn't have a Bible. I didn't know I could have a relationship with God. I didn't know that I could hear from God. This is just facts, right? This is not excuses. Like that's just where I was. So there's no shame. There's no guilt. There's no condemnation, but choose obedience. Obedience for me was I'm no longer going to make an excuse and I'm going to seek God with everything that I have right now. I'm going to seek God. So I'm going to get up earlier because that's, that's the window that I have. I'm going to buy a Bible. I'm going to start reading it. I'm going to take some notes. I'm going to learn how to pray. <laughs> I'm going to start figuring this thing out and trust that God is going to meet me there. And he absolutely did. And he does. Okay. So one is choose obedience. Two, say yes to God and be bold and confident in his love. So what does that look like? Usually it's taking a risk of some kind. It's stepping out of your comfort zone. I know for me in the very beginning, it was choosing to serve in a recovery ministry. I I was just ready, like, okay, God, like whatever we're going to do, like I'm ready, just like show me. And he highlighted that ministry and immediately with only a few days time, I was put into a leadership position to lead in this ministry. And I just said, okay, because I knew it was God, right? And I didn't know what I was getting into, but I knew that I was being equipped and qualified for that and that God was going to guide me and and tell me what to do with that, right? For as long as he wanted me to be there. So that's number two, say yes to God and be bold and confident in his love, meaning step out, take action, like faith actually moves, okay? (laughs) It's not something that is passive, all right? And then share how God moves in real life issues. Start keeping a track record with God. Start taking notes of how God showed up. Like, do not become casual about that. Like, that is powerful. Like, you have these testimonies of how God showed up in your life, and that's what you can release as hope into the lives of other people. So start building, whether it's uh, index cards that you have a box full of where God has showed up for you, whether it's how he's answered prayers, where it's certain promises that he's fulfilled in your life, where you were believing for seven years to have a baby and you couldn't, you couldn't, couldn't finally God fulfilled this promise, whether there was a work breakthrough, whatever it is, a healing miracle, whatever it is, keep a track record of these things. And it's even little things too. So, so nothing is too small. All right. And then lastly, keep in mind that God will use every part of your story to give you weapons to destroy anything that the enemy was trying to do, all the work of the enemy in your life. So look for ways that God has been developing you, activating you, making you a fighter or a champion or a supporter or a reformer or an advocate for some cause that he cares about. He's uniquely formed you, shaped and anointed you for a unique purpose. Right Before you were formed, he knew you and he created you with his purpose in mind, okay? And so a lot of times that can be evidence to how he's been developing you and be really powerful in times and seasons where you need to, to bring that to remembrance, okay? And it's so powerful because it's also a way to praise God. It's a form of worship, okay? So being a spiritual activist is really how faith and relationship with God can take you on a different journey. And I don't know about you, but that is something that I would love to see more of. It's something that encourages my spirit. It's something that is unique to every individual. And it's something that is so, so powerful to change 
and transform somebody's life starting with their faith, right? So I encourage you to start taking risks and to really be bold with your faith and consider how you personally are a spiritual activist and what that looks for you in this season. All right. Oh my goodness. How cool. I hope this message blessed you guys. If you are looking for more tools to develop your relationship with God, to grow in your faith, you can definitely visit julianapage.com. There's different books to get started over there, whether it's reclaiming your spiritual authority, co-laboring with God, or even the devotional. You can check that out. I do have exciting news. I have a couple of books coming out very, very soon. So if you want to get on the wait list for that, make sure that you go to julianapage.com and put your email there so that you can get the update when you can pre-order those. And then there's also a self-mastery course on the site. So if you really want to start doing this inner work and really get in to homework assignments and some guided teaching, that's a great way to go. And then I also offer strategy sessions, wisdom sessions, and other ways to support you in the role of a professionally certified coach as well. So go check those resources out and until next time guys stay blessed